0: To explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally, not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction.
1: Let the battle begin. You're listening to Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum we pick up right now where we left off last week with dr michael kaufman you know you've you've mentioned something that's really kind of interesting and i just want to comment on several aspects of this first of all uh brad thor wrote a book about the federal reserve called yep. hidden order and in chapter 20 he articulated exactly what you just said absolutely that, that the co- that the whole purpose of the federal reserve was to protect the wealth of the arrogant elitists who want to rule the world, the Club of Rome and all those very wealthy people who are all behind uh, enriching themselves at the expense of all of the rest of us. Now, you know, Dr. Kaufman, that history is cyclical, and I'm sure you remember the Weimar Republic. Yes. That's where we're headed as far as I'm concerned, where... You had to. You, they were paid in uh, worthless German marks in the morning, and they had to be let out at lunchtime to go spend them because by the end of the day they'd be even more worthless than they what they were in the morning. Uh, I don't think our citizens in this country have any idea whatsoever what a collapse like that will be like for this I nation.
2: Know. It is really. It is so true that it just. It's frightening. It really is frightening of what these evil, evil, evil people are tra- trying to do. Now, I can't say that they're truly evil because it could, you talked about the progressives somewhere, and that's what Plunder is all about. My book, Plunder is all about is exposing the unbelievable uh, disconnect from reality that really almost all progressives have. I mean, I don't know a single exception to it. They're disconnected from reality. They live in this twilight world of their own making. That is just not going to work. It never has worked in all of history, and the only reason they have been successful is they throw up more more smoke and mirrors, or uh, yeah, smoke and mirrors, than people can see through, and they don't see the reality. All you have to look is what they have created. They have not created anything. They have just torn down, decade after decade after decade. They have destroyed the fabric of Western civilization and under the smoke and mirrors that we're trying to build this great civilization and and all the rest and until we get rid of the progressives and there are not that many of them i have studied this for a long time and i really believe that probably there is definitely not more than ten percent of the american population that are truly progressives. there are a lot more liberals than that but there's no more than ten percent maybe six or seven percent but they hold the key positions of power in our government, our legislature, our state governments, and so forth, the education system, the judicial system, and so forth, until they are corrupting the whole process and will cause this whole thing to come collapsing down around their ears, and then they'll blame everyone else because they never, ever resume responsibility for what they do. And I think you can see that very clearly in our president right now. There's probably been two or three things that I think he's admitted to, to making a mistake on in this whole six years of presidency. The rest is always Bush's fault, or Republicans fault, or this person's fault, or that group's fault. It's always someone else that caused the problem. It's not his responsibility. And that is the true nature of a true progressive, and they are controlling our country, and we're going to re-elect the same bunch that has done this in the next election.
1: One of the problems, of course, is is that from a political point of view, everyone in Washington is part of the elite. Uh, They've insulated themselves, from the laws that they write and pass down on us, they give themselves insider training uh, abilities and all the other perks of being part of the elite. Uh, and, and that is why we as the, the regular people in this country, we're really not we don't have a voice. We do not have a voice anymore. No. Uh, and, and, and that's really what's, what has happened uh, up there is they have created a, an elitist group just like their extension of the Club of Rome. And so when when we look at the collapse that, from a financial point of view, is inevitable, they obviously plan to profit from it themselves.
2: Yes, yes and they can, and they will. And this is the un- tragic, unfortunate part. It's because you and I are nothing more than serfs, as far as they're concerned, and they're stealing us blind they're literally stealing us blind through the federal reserve and it's there's no way there's no way we can stop them except one way and that is by electing sound people into those positions of key government positions so that we can begin to take this nation back in the principles of the constitution but as i just said they have control over the media the popular media and as a consequence and this normalcy bias that keeps coming back to haunt us is that people think, well, uh, you know, Senator Joe Blow is, is, is okay. I don't like everything he does, but he's certainly better than, than this Tea Party person over there that wants to go back to the Constitution, who we know is, is an ugly thing, is horrible, that it'll cause disasters and all the rest, because that's what we've been told by the media and they will reelect the very same people that got us into that same posi- that position in the first place and we can't afford that but it's going to happen again
1: you know the approval rating of congress 10%, 12%, 8% somewhere down there yet 92% of incumbents are sent back to congress yes. year after year after year and it's because of the media and i'm glad you brought that up you know in the past Uh, through the early formation of our country, and certainly a hundred years ago or so, the media were the watchdogs of freedom. They were the ones who did the investigative reporting, uh, and where are they now?
2: Well, you know, it's, it's an interesting point. It's one that I've debated quite a while, you know, for years, and I'm sure you have, too, in your own mind, is that I think what we're seeing here is the dumbing down of the average American, including the journalist's who have been propagandized and indoctrinated in their journalist schools, actually through the whole school system, public educational system, until they believe this stuff. And as a consequence, they don't have the mental tools to be able to see the disaster that they're creating in the American system and population. What we're seeing here is a very dumbed-down set of journalists who are actually physically promoting the things that are going to cause our destruction, and they don't know it. They think they're doing the right things, but in fact, they are not. They're destroying us, and there is no way to reach them. And this is one of the problems that I have found with true progressives is that you cannot tell them anything because they know the facts, they're dogmatic, and this has been true. You go back, this is what my book, Plundered, is all about. I go back through 250 to 200 years in history and track this socialist progression. Now, when we say progressive, what we're really talking about is socialism. It's just a different name for the same thing. We're not as far advanced in progressivism as socialism is in Europe, but we're getting pretty close. The fact is that progressivism and socialism all throughout history has been a damning, damning um, criteria or or, uh, judgment on its own efforts, because it has always resulted in a downward trend in civilization, in economies, and all the rest, all through time. And it's that these people live in a world of their own. Literally, I emotionally think that we should do this, therefore we should do it, whether or not it's connected to reality or not. And one, that's one of the things that psychiatrists for over 100 years have been saying is that there just seems to be a total disconnect from reality. These people are not living in the real world. And we can see this in every decision that our president is making right now. He's not living in the real world. He li- he's living in a world that he would like to have, not what is real. And that is, there's no civilization that can stand up when you have that kind of a, a thinking or cultural process.
1: We have to take a quick commercial break here on Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. More with Dr. Michael Kaufman right after this. It's a disconnect that is really difficult for uh, logical people uh, to understand. Yes. it It's that concept that two plus two does not always equal four. It equals maybe four sometimes, maybe something else, depending upon what the circumstances are. Right. Uh, and that, again, is the is product of progressive education which has really gutted the fundamentals of the education system. And I know you have some important views on that.
2: I do, and one of the things that is happening right now, of course, is Common Core. We could go back and talk about uh, how it got here, which is basically we're being brainwashed at this point with all of the psychological tools that have been developed over the last 60 or 70 years. In fact, there was a a program started back in the late 1960s and early 70s called B-STEP. It's a behavioral teacher whatever process, and and it's done by the key groups in the United States, both the government as well as private groups at that particular time, and it's designed to dumb us down. It's designed to basically take away the tools that we need to do critical thinking, even though they teach that you're – Learning how to do critical thinking—they're in fact taking the ability to do critical critical thinking away from the students, so that they come out with this mishmash of ideas that is just warm and fuzzy and so forth—and let the government make the decisions. We don't have to get involved. We can go on drugs. We can do all these other things. It's horrifying. It really is horrifying what this plan happened to do. And there is an actual video of an individual telling the the um, governors' conference in 1989. 79 or 89 exactly what they're doing they she basically said we're not teaching facts anymore we're not teaching a true liberal education what i mean by liberal i mean a broad group of of knowledge-based information that you can make a judgment and do some critical thinking with we're teaching emotions we're teaching to make decisions on the basis of emotions we're seeing that in st louis the last four or five nights in the riots and so forth, is based not on any facts, because the facts weren't out yet. It's based on emotions. Now, I'm not saying the police were right or the rioters were right. I'm, I'm going to stay out of that until the facts come out. But the fact is that the reaction was emotion, and this is a direct result of this come out of our educational system. And now we're having Common Core thrown down our throats. Now, I've done some analyses, as, as many other people have done, and Common Core is the ultimate effort to get you so dumbed down that you cannot think for yourself uh, other than going to work every day and fl- uh, flipping that switch or doing whatever it is that they're, you're calling, being called on to do. It is horrifying what Common Core is designed to do. Now, I'm a scientist, and I went through the science. Now, the science is not part of Common Core, but it's right next to it. It's running parallel to it. And the efforts on Common Core is basically is that you have to model everything. Everything. It goes back to this idea of global warming, that the fact that the models tell us that global warming is going to happen, it's going to burn up the earth and us along with it. That's what all these models tell us. There's over a 100 of these models that tell us this. And the whole Common Core, if you want to use that word, on science, is that you have to use models to predict everything. Well, folks, models... Dumb information in, dumb information out. I don't care how you do it. Models do not tell you a thing other than what the modeler wants you to learn. You have to look at empirical evidence. You have to be able to analyze empirical evidence. And the last thing, the last thing that these people want to do is to look at empirical evidence because there has been no global warming, for instance. We're going to talk about this a little later. But there's been no global warming for almost 18 years now. And yet at that little piece of information, the real, the reality of this world is being totally ignored by those who advance this global warming theory. Why? Because it doesn't fit their model of thinking. They believe that global warming is happening, therefore it is. It doesn't matter what the facts say, they're going to believe that global warming is happening. Man-caused global warming, specifically. And as a consequence, what they do is that they design policies, this is classic progressive ideology, they develop policies to shut down carbon dioxide emissions. Well, what happens with carbon dioxide? Where does that come from? It comes from our industrial plants. So you have a direct link, one-to-one ratio between the economy in the United States and the carbon dioxide emissions. And therefore, what they're trying to do is to shut down our economy. You begin to see how critical thinking, if you have the ability to do some critical thinking, You can begin to see through all the smoke and mirrors that they put out and realize how damaging, how damaging, utterly damaging their policies and so forth are.
1: Well, when you talk about education and Common Core, it's obvious if you are watching, if you have kids in school, if you've seen what's, or grandkids in school, you see what's happening. The most important thing that they are doing is they are decreasing and eliminating competition, Competition is part of the free market system. When you go to school, we have schools when when there's no valedictorian because you might hurt someone's feelings. Uh, When tests are, okay, you did fine or you didn't do fine instead of getting an actual grade. When, When grades are distributed among the class, I mean, this has the effect of... Of decreasing a kid's understanding of how they really need to get ahead in life and it's all again about emotion versus logic logic requires thought it requires data uh, accurate data and evaluation of the data emotion involves none of that you mentioned global warming and and we're going to go right into the, the EPA but you know In 1978, on the very first Earth Day, all these scientists stood up and said that we were about to enter into a new ice age and that by the year 2000, some 70 or 80 percent of all the species on Earth would be dead and we'd have an Earth that was 11 degrees cooler than it was in 1978. That is what they were trying to push on us in in 1978. And obviously that didn't happen. So instead of evaluating the facts... They changed the model. They changed the 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 speech. They changed the the program uh, because if you're not based on empirical facts, you can say whatever you want. And if you yeah, have, they the, are. and they are, and if you have the press to back you up, well, then again, you don't really need the facts. So let's talk. The EPA to me is is almost public enemy number one in this country. Uh, Obviously, you and I both understand that that there is an enormous and stupid fallacy of carbon dioxide regulation. I mean, anyone who says carbon dioxide is a poisonous gas has failed eighth-grade biology, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's just start right there. Carbon dioxide is one of the most important gases that we have in our atmosphere. Oxygen, obviously, is is for us anyway, is, is the number one. But what we have of carbon dioxide is the basic food material, the the basic food block for all living plants. And therefore, if we want trees, if we want uh, to grow crops, if we want all of these different things, we have to have an abundance of carbon dioxide in our atmosphere for those plants to be able to absorb and create into what we call carbohydrates or foodstuffs uh, that then build leaves and all the rest. But it also provides our crop material that we eat every night at dinner or have from Wheaties in the morning. We cannot survive without carbon dioxide. Without carbon dioxide, we would be dead. Simple as that. And the more carbon dioxide that we have, the better those plants will grow. In fact, they will continue to put out more and more foodstuffs, as well as leaves and, and health and so forth and vitality in our in our nation's ecosystems for through or three or four or five or six times the level that we have in our atmosphere right now. There is no limit as to what we can put on carbon dioxide as far as increasing them that will not benefit this planet and benefit it tremendously. In fact, a lot of scientists are saying that we've probably increased our food production around the world by about twenty percent, fifteen to twenty percent, It depends on the crop, uh, over what it was fifty to eighty years ago, because of our increased carbon dioxide. In fact, back in um, in ancient history, carbon dioxide was a thousand times more prevalent than it is right now. It is really astonishing, and yet we have been led to believe by these knuckleheads that carbon dioxide is causing greenhouse gases to actually block the the um, <clears throat> uh, emitting the earth emits long wave solar ra- uh, long wave radiation. Blocks that long wave radiation traps the heat in the atmosphere, and it's going to cause us to boil and and destroy planet Earth with us along with it.
1: That concludes this week's episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum with Dr. Michael Kaufman. Tune in next week for more.
2: And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property. That cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom.
0: Call
1: me the boat, your man. They call him Money Waters. And people out just love to hear that old man sing.
2: Wait a When I play the Hoochie Coochie Man,
1: I get joy in everything.
2: Everything, everything, everything gonna be all right this morning.